And I, because now um, yeah. I have quite some questions. It, it's for the first time that you're using the terminology of collective trauma. And since you were sketching from your early childhood to adolescence to, let's say, two years ago, your biography, I wonder when were the defining moments in your life where you were able, if not to use the terminology, then at least, you know, have a felt recognition of this is like, for the lack of a better word, like a a cluster of emotions or a cluster of things happening on the outside that make you recognize it's not only that there's the things not quite right it's actually really a very entangled very dense energy in the room in the organization uh, in the community and since you were mentioning it for the first time uh, during your time, you know, these many years at uh, Global Eco Village Network, I wonder when you sense back, when you recognize like other defining moments. Mm. And maybe the last question, because I find it kind of very interesting that you come to rec came to the recognition with Global Eco Village Network is because I personally feel there's many good things that are happening in these communities, all whilst, this might be a very personal note, we won't save the planet with global eco-villages. Um, and there's no way back, you know? So for some, the lucky few, you know, there, there will be rural life and community life. But when I look at, I don't know, 50% of the world's uh, uh, population you know moving into like mega cities in the yeah basically from now in the next 10 to 20 years um, I wonder what of these collective trauma um, symptoms maybe you could extrapolate uh, beyond the notion of uh, you recognizing them in in eco villages yeah so you know I do think that the first thing to that I named was uh, this the the perception that i had as a child of injustice and also a threat building that was very clearly palpable in the country and i think that's an important pointer you know i had regular nightmares also about that as a child that children are very perceptive to collective fields and that we know that about our children and about children in general and that's definitely i couldn't frame it but i knew it and i did speak to it also so in a way there was even an understanding that this was bigger this was societal in me as a child and um <clears throat> jumping to the eco village network you know as i it was quite a strong process for me from being a facilitator. So I worked as facilitator in communities around the world um, where I was working mainly with um, expression of authentic self, allowing authentic self to arise and co-creation of collective wisdom fields. And what are the ingredients to that? 
And there was a time when I was um, polarizing collective wisdom with collective stupidity. I even wrote a book on collective wisdom in 2010, and I had a chapter on the collective stupidity of groups, organizations, and humanity, you know? And as I wrote that even, I realized that the word stupidity lies so distasteful. It's distasteful in my mouth, you know, that something about it doesn't feel honoring of the depth of suffering that leads to the painful decision-making that leads to the current destruction of our planet. You know, the incapacity to take wise decisions together, but also the suffering that comes out of that, you know, and that there is a, a deficiency model of how we look at human beings. You know, there used to be these jokes, I don't know whether people still tell them about, oh, you know, the poor planet Earth, it has humanity. And then another planet coming by and saying, wow, I know that's horrible, but don't worry, it'll pass soon. You know, because it's like as if we're this deficient disease that are on the planet. And I think actually, you know, even as I say it, I can feel that that's how many of us see ourselves, at least in unconscious part. And I think also many young people are, you know, we see a, a great lack of self-confidence in young people in the world. So. Um, there is something about seeing ourselves as something ugly, a deficiency model that has gone very deep into the human psyche, um, which is in itself a trauma symptom, you know, connected to shame and to guilt also. So, yeah, but what I wanted to say is that holding those processes in community, I became aware that it's as if there is a big movements, bigger energies much bigger energies coming into the room and pressing onto the room that we're not able to see easily. I'll give an, one very simple example. I remember a time when I was in an eco-village called Siebenlinden in Germany, and we were an extremely um, ecological community and mostly vegans, vegetarians, and also a few meat eaters like, you know, permaculturists who were um, wanting to grow their food holistically and therefore also hold animals. And this big discussion broke out about how we would have animals in the community and whether killing animals would be accepted or not in the community. And it completely split the community. It was so painful, the conversations, you know, and I could feel that we were touching on collective trauma of genocide, of war, the fear of death, who has the right to decide over the death of who, you know, it was just much bigger fields pushing in. And that in a way we were not able to, it became very difficult to address them directly. We actually did extremely well, I have to say for a time before the term collective trauma was even around, I would say we did really well. We did deep spaces. We opened up a deep space where people could speak about their relationship to death for a long time. And that actually helped the solution move forward. 
So, but for me, it was a great relief, I have to say, when Thomas Hubel, who's been a great inspiration in my life, really started speaking explicitly about collective trauma. And it brought a name which functions so much better than collective stupidity. You know, it's much truer. It's much closer to what is actually taking place in our nervous systems. And I, and I want to name one last thing, which is that the other big experience I've had is in this global network of Jen that um, coming together with the different cultures, coming together with the different continents, with the historical relations of enslavement, colonialism, and racism, unintegrated, not restored, it became very clear how the sand in the system doesn't enable us to find solutions together easily. I would say we did and we are doing an amazing job in the Global Ecovillage Network. You know, if I look at what happens at the United Nations Climate Conference and the implementation of that, I would, you know, it's hard work. It's, and we cannot address the sand in the system yet. We don't have the words for it. This work is very fresh still. So, um, yeah, so that was the big shift in my life where I decided to shift my work to completely focus on looking at the sand in the system rather than pointing, this is where we want to go. This is where we want to go, which is healing cells. And just the last question that you had was about, you know, rural areas and urban areas and, you know, eco-village being for the small part. The other, I feel that the words we used in the eco-village network, in the global intentional community network in um, the 90s have now become mainstream. And that's the best way to spread of a movement. You know, we have no idea how many people, you know, and it's also not just, of course, no organization works, no network works by itself. You know, Club of Rome brought out the limits to growth. You know, the Global Ecovillage Network was founded. You know, this, all of this thinking, processing and living brings out all the visitors visiting these places, going back to their organizations and their work you know, spreading of seeds. So I feel that today um, we need to, firstly, all of what we were doing in the 80s and 90s in communities now needs to be mainstreamed and is being mainstreamed in many very interesting ways. And also we know that we can build vertical gardens, balcony gardens in cities, we can build communities in cities. So the same concepts are just as applicable, not in the same way, you know, we bring our updates and our creativity to it. But this is, these are seeds for what needs to happen now in cities and in the countryside. Yeah.